My name is Aldo Martin. And I'm Elena. And this is the Reclamation Podcast Episode Recap. So, welcome to the Episode 14 Recap with Elena from 3B. Hello. And this is our final recap with you. It's been a it's been a long road, my friend. It's been a great road. Nice doing business with you. <laughs> and also with you. <laughs> so we we've completed a season and you, you heard the final episode with, with Christina. Uh, that the, was the, yeah. The third installment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of her uh, of her interview. What are what are like I've always said, what are your thoughts on that? On what she said? Well, there was a lot said in, in, in that one. Um I've got three points. I've got three points. So you opened up the episode with regrets, asking if the, if 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 she had any regrets. Yes. So yes. you know, I would have to say that my regrets kind of echo yours and Christina's. Really? Uh How so? in this the sense that you know, if I offended offended anyone. Did you say offended? I did. Go on. If I, if I offended anybody, you know, if I would study the Bible with someone and probably rush them, you know, they got the sense of like, why are you trying to rush me? Yeah. Uh, and they were trying to f- figure things out. And if I made them feel uncomfortable or I, I just, I, I apologize. You yeah. know, I have that same feeling that you do. Yeah. Um, another regret I have is not speaking up for myself more. Uh, when I saw things uh, or just questioned more. I feel like perhaps if I questioned more, then I maybe would have came to realization quicker. I wouldn't have stayed as long. You think so? I guess with the more responses that I would have gotten from people might, when I questioned. Just, they might have just kicked you out. It's a possibility too. You know, but I just feel like now I just wish I just would have just said why or why, not? you know, just really <laughs> stepped it up a little bit, my questioning. Yeah. You know, so I, I just feel like. You know, those are some of my regrets. But again, from my experience, there were a lot of wonderful uh, uh, moments as well. Of course. You know, friends that were best friends that were made. Uh, You? I mean, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know. You know what it is. (laughs) So, you know, that that was wonderful. But, you know, those are my few regrets. Um, The second thing that... um, I wanted to talk about was that cousin Eddie talked about how human nature part of the human nature is they uh, people. I want to talk about cousin Eddie for a second. Okay. I'm really happy that he was on the program. Mm-hmm, definitely. Has been on the program. Mm-hmm. He has his take on everything that we say is coming from a place of curiosity. Mm-hmm. And he has no skin in the game. No skin in the game. Like, it doesn't matter to him which way this conversation goes or not. It, the and, and the questions that he asks, that kind of helps guide the direction, mm-hmm. you know? And and in a way, you know, Cousin Eddie is the extension of the audience because he's the person who's speaking who has the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> has the questions in real time that an audience member might have. So I was uh it, it was it was great uh speaking with him this season and and uh and 
and getting perspective from from his point of view. And yeah. Yeah. He had mentioned, um, you know, this human nature that I can do better than you. You know, everyone wants to try to one up each other. Yeah, the the competitive nature, right? Yeah, and I think, and I was thinking about that, and I thought, I think that's definitely what happened in yeah. in, in this church. Yeah, it, and I feel like Christianity uh, was lost in translation. Lost in translation. Yes. Look and, at you. You know, I'm thinking about you know the church that I grew up in. You know, it's a Presbyterian church. Um, people came on Sunday. You sang your hymns. The teacher, uh, the 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 preacher you, said, you, "You enjoyed singing." The I hymns. did enjoy singing hymns. <laughs> you you seem to enjoy saying the word hymns. It is a nice word. Say it again. Hymns. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> the preacher would say the message. You took communion. Uh, you took communion, and then you had fellowship, and then you went home. Yeah, it was wonderful, and I think that. A, a major problem, I think, not just with the Presbyterian Church, uh, many churches, are that it was a bunch of older people. Yeah. Very few young people. So I feel like in our quote-unquote modern-day movement to to have more younger people or the youth and more families or younger families, you know, you have to try new things and revamp. Revamp. Revamp the whole style of church or your image of church. So I feel like in that sense, it was lost in translation with the whole, like, you know, all nations baptized and then just go out there and fruitful and, and keeping going, keeping going, you know, and that kind of growth aspect. Um, then became it like cousin Eddie always mentioned, like the business part of it. And with that being said, I think that <clears throat> what the church did was there was a, there was a heavy, heavy emphasis on, on, um, numeric growth mm -hmm. and gaining new members, mm -hmm. right. And, and expanding, the organization that there was no care, there was no. Um, they didn't. They didn't attend to the needs of the members with the same fervor mm. as they did towards expanding the the church right. numerically. Again, loss in translation. Explain that. Okay, you want growth, right? You want more people to know about God. Right, you want more people, more families, not just the older people. You want more younger, the youth, and you want that kind of keep pass the baton. Okay, you want a church that grows. Right, I get it. Um, but but just like what you just said, in order, it's not just about growth, but it's about uh, making sure that the 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 church is healthy, tending to the members, yeah, tending, tending to, to the, the needs you know, of the members. You're right, and that wasn't done. No. That wasn't done. So an element was, was lost. No. You no. know, in, in that. And that made the difference. Yeah. You know, that, that was a major difference. Yeah. Because if had, I, I feel like had people felt, generally felt like their 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 needs, emotional, I want to say, because, you know, spiritual, you know, they were trying, you yeah. know, with scriptures. Yeah. But emotional needs were met. Individual cases. Yeah. Then they would have stayed. You, you know, I felt I felt like the church tried to do that later on, but it was already too late. Mm -hmm. Remember, they 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 created a program called Spiritual Recovery. Right. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Do you know who was in Spiritual Recovery? 
people who had fallen away are trying to be restored? No, spiritual recovery were for current members who were deemed as weak mm. and wavering. And do you know who was a member of spiritual recovery? No. Yours truly. Mm. They placed me in spiritual recovery once, and I have a funny story for you. At least I think it's funny. <laughs> so now I want to I want to rewind a couple of years. This is when I worked at um, at <laughs> I was in college and I worked at a retail uh, a retail store and very busy popular retail store. And it was during the holiday season. This is like 1999. Mm-hmm. 1999. I just like saying it like that. <laughs> so I'm there. I'm in the store and and I'm and I'm a cashier mm-hmm. at the store, right? And and it was during the holiday season. So during the holiday season, the lines are super long, super long, and I saw this woman from the church in the store, mm-hmm. and she was an older woman, right? She wasn't a, a campus student or a teenage student. She was, she was, she was one of the married people, uh, part of the marriage ministry. She was older, and and she saw me. She was like, "Hey, bro," I was like, "Hey, what up?" And she kind of looked at me. She was getting online, and I think she was afraid to ask me if she could, if I could. I was like, Man, "Come over here. It's all right." I had her just skip the whole line, and I rung her up. Mm-hmm. Not dare somebody to tell me something. But I was like, nah, nah, it's all right. Come on. Right here. We good. She goes, you sure? I was like, yeah. Saved her like 30 minutes of staying online. Uh-huh. And she was very happy. And then she left. That same week, I went to midweek service. Wednesday night mm-hmm. on 66th Street, whatever it was for us. And I got there a little early. Right? And you, I need you to contain yourself because you might get a little bit jealous. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta, <laughs> why? You gotta chill because you know we on radio right now, we on air. But anyway, um, I got there a little early, and the same woman who I helped out at the store, she was there, and she was having a meeting with some young women, campus women, college student women, mm-hmm. right, members of the mm-hmm. church, mm-hmm. like maybe ten of them, right. And I had gotten there early. I don't know what I was there early for. I think I was helping stack chairs or something, whatever whatever I was doing. And when she saw me, she stopped her meeting. And she said, sisters, stop what you're doing. <laughs> Look at that brother right there. But you felt good. I felt great. <laughs> Look at that brother right there. He is awesome. All right? He is marriage material. Okay? Okay. That's what I told you, man. You got to relax. <laughs> it's like, he is marriage material, okay? Pay attention to him. And I'm, I'm, I'm there like, <laughs> yeah, you know. You know, I, kept, I took it in. So, fast forward. 2000, I don't know. I don't know what year it was. But they implemented the spiritual recovery program. Mm-hmm. And I told you, I battled depression in and out several times and had different bouts with it. You know, you know I don't know what to call them. Spells, depressive spells, we'll mm-hmm. call them mm-hmm. d- during my moody stages. And I remember during those stages, they, they called me weak and struggling and said, hey, man, we're going to put you in spiritual recovery. I was like, all right. So on a Friday, they sent me to spiritual recovery and it was at like somebody's house, church member's house. And I went, and guess whose house it was at? That lady's? That same lady. The same lady that I helped out 
the same lady that lauded me in front of these lovely young ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, Angela, Pamela, okay, all Renee. Right, thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> but she lauded me in front of these people. And when she saw me at spiritual recovery, the look on disgust, the look of disgust on her face mm. was palpable for me. Because now she saw me as weak and undeserving of praise. Mm. And just some, I don't know what, but I know that the energy was different. And although the church set up this spiritual recovery thing, that's how they looked at us. And I like to consider myself as a person who ran the full gamut of how I was perceived. I ran the gamut because you had people that were social, you had people that were spiritually strong, you had people that were struggling, you had people that were spiritually weak, you had people that were sharp, you had people that were unsharp. And I was all those things at the same time. It just depended what day of the week. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And and uh, I remember that. So I'm sorry. Well, all those ladies missed out. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> so uh the, you know the last thing that um i guess was was kind of a difficult thing to to sum up you know was the question of would you call it a cult yes well it, and it seemed like it was just very hard to define because eddie was having a hard time he was trying his best to kind of wrap around christina was trying to like uh, you know it's hard to say you know and i have to say myself it's like I have to agree there was a lot of cult-like uh, attributes. Tendencies. Tendencies. Um, just thinking about the, the major cults that you mentioned, you mentioned several of them. Those are the more, um, what's the word, aggressive or the more violent or... The most extreme. The most extreme. So, dare I say there's varying degrees of cultness? I think there has to be. I think there has to be. You know, so I think it's a cult because of, the, you know, Christine had mentioned the mani the manipulation, you know, the power of suggestion when they suggested things or they you you had limited choices. Your choices are basically what they wanted you. So you have to choose one of the better suggestions that they presented to you. Yeah. It made you seem like that was your only options. Yeah. And if you opted for something else, then, oof, you know, the floor is going to open up. You know, the floor is lava. When you say the what? <laughs> the floor is lava. That it's like you will fall into the pit of hell. You know, the kind of thing. The <laughs> floor is lava. Is that what you just said? I did. Isn't that what the kids play nowadays? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, and then the social isolation, Christina mentioned. You know, just kind of like, you know, don't associate with anyone. Who, you know, your best friends have to be disciples. Your, your, your roommates, you know, anyone who's, you know, you cannot associate with anyone who was not part of the church, you know, so that even your family members, yeah. you know, cut them off. If your uncle or your brother or sister, they're, you know, they're going to, they said all sorts of things, mm -hmm. you know, persecuting you, then, you know, you got to leave them behind. <laughs> and by persecuting, it, it was like, where are you going? <laughs> like, where are you going tonight? <laughs> yeah, I remember my dad, my dad was not trying to let me get baptized. Mm -hmm. When I was in high school, he was like, nah, we ain't doing that. And I just remember coming, you know, telling them, I was like, hey, listen, I can't get baptized. My, my dad said, nope. And they're like, man, he's persecuting you, man. That's Satan. 
<laughs> That's Satan. They would just always use that. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. anyway, go ahead. No, so then I, I, I mean, you know, and again, the feeling of overwhelming guilt, you know, a lot of guilt held, held over your head. Yeah. You know, so I then in that sense, I say, yes, it was, it was a cult because it the time frame that I was in the church, my mind revolved about that alone and nothing else. You know, so that's where I stand. You know, I believe it was a cult in a degree. You know, what did they say on the spectrum? On, a the, cult, spectrum. on the cult spectrum. Yeah. You know, that's where I stand. I mean, it's almost like speeding, though, you know, because... Or reckless driving. Think about think about this. So you could have somebody because there's some people that would say it's not a cult because we did not end up like Jim Jones right, or any of right. these mm-hmm. other cults that ended up in fatalities. So because we didn't do that, they say we're not a cult. But here's here's what I suggest: if somebody's a reckless driver, and we've seen that, we've seen that. Maybe you are one. You better slow down. But we've seen reckless drivers where they weave in and out of traffic and they go at extremely high speeds. If, if a reckless driver never gets into an accident, does that mean that they're not a reckless driver? No, no, no. You're still reckless. You're fortunate enough that you didn't cause yourself harm or cause anybody else harm. It's still reckless. Right. You know, we can't, we can't just call it reckless behavior or, or, or reckless driving when somebody gets hurt. No, it's 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 the behavior of it. It's the, the lead up to level, it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's the disregard. Not even the attention. It's the disregard. So I think that, yeah, this is a cult. And I'm now okay with saying, yeah, I was in one. Right. I was in one. Now, I have a, a last question for you as we round it up. Okay. <clears throat> do you regret joining? I do not regret joining. I would have to say I, I, I don't regret because I learned a lot. I grew a lot. Um, I don't. I don't regret it. You know, I would have done a lot of things differently, you know, if I were to go back, but I don't regret it. I feel the same. You know, I, I, and I think you said something. What did you say? Um, I said a lot of things. That <laughs> you said you liked how the story ended. For my life, yes. Right. You know, and or, I, or where it is now. It right. hasn't ended, but it's still, it's right. still progressing. So I, I would have to say the same thing. You know, for me personally, you know, everyone else is going to feel something different. But for me, you know, I, 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 I liked, I like where I am. Yeah. You know, Elena, I um I'm very glad you joined us on this journey. Thank you. I'm glad I joined as well. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was um a, a lot of fun having these discussions with you because we know each other very well, but there were even <laughs> some things that you said that I I, I didn't know. Mm. You got baptized at the Javits? <laughs> what? It's like superstar status. Yeah. So now we bid you farewell, Elena. Again, thank you. And you, it's you know been what? A pleasure. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a rap lyric. I'm gonna see if you can if you can follow along. Okay, I'll I'll give it a try. You re- you sure you ready? Because uh-huh, you know, ain't I, you ain't about the streets. I, I know a little something. All right, here we go. All right. <laughs> All right.
rayon, silk. Or maybe even denim. It really doesn't matter as long as you're in them. You can break hearts from manipulating minds. Okay, 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 sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you.